I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz. And welcome, and welcome to, to Their Tropes, Tropes Battled for Dom. We, we, we started hesitating. We didn't go in. Yeah. It's because I can't stop looking at the fucking sunburn on my neck. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so for those of you guys who didn't listen to last week, um, while you guys were listening, I was coming home from Disney World. Woo! Woo! Uh, I had a lot of fun. I celebrated my birthday with my boyfriend down Yay! there. Yay! Um, Got to ride a bunch of roller coasters, which I was very excited about. Um, and overall, just had like a fairly fun week. And then, of course, uh, back to work the past three days has been. Um, I, I, let's just say, like, after I almost vac- like hit a lady today. <laughs> work after vacation is like the absolute worst. Yeah, it, it's just stupid people. Oh yeah. Um, what about you, Liz? How was your week? Um, I've been relaxing since finishing my class, which is so nice. Mm-hmm. I am so happy to finally be done with it. Um, I what like... Did, what was your final grade? B plus, baby! I'm so proud of you. I can't believe... I, <laughs> Liz, I'm... I literally did that class in a semester. Got a B minus because of a 10-point curve. You did I, that in a month and got a I almost like, fucking you are died. so smart. <laughs> I almost fucking died All during that class. All y'all need to give Liz, like, a round of applause. Oh, Stop. She just did, like, like, that class is a very hard class to do in a semester. Blushes. And she did it in a Stop. Month. No. Um, you deserve to be appreciated. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else happened. Uh... Um, Oh, um, Loki season finale happened. I have fucking I feelings. Still only I'm not the first gonna. Episode. I'm not gonna say anything. I just have a lot of feelings. Okay. I should hopefully watch a couple more episodes this week with my dad. I'm trying to finish it before I move. Speaking of, mm-hmm. I officially move in two weeks and Yay! four days. So I'm a little Yay! nervous. Got a lot of packing to do. Um, you know, only one more week at my job. Really, but I'm very excited to be free. <laughs> And I get my wisdom teeth out on Saturday, so it'll be the day after this episode comes out. Yeah, and we're we're uh, gonna have some backlogs so that you guys don't have to go for a week without content. So don't worry. Yes. Um, the only fear I have, which you and I will talk more off this podcast, is about um recording that week before I move, just because I'm losing access to my dad's office space for that week before. So we'll really have to see. Um, what are worst comes to worst, we release another Fifty Shades episode. Um, exactly. Um, exciting news we hit over 500 listeners. Thank you guys so much for support so far. And like we said before, we know that this is like a very niche podcast. We're happy that even one person wants to listen to it. Yeah, because this is literally what our conversations would be like, even if we didn't have just casually. I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, so we just want to say so thanks. It's so exciting. Thank you. Yes, thank you guys Our, so much. We we shouted out Australia before, but I it's like it's so. Outside of the U.S., Australia is going strong, Australia baby. is our second biggest source of listeners besides the U.S., so shout out to you Australians. We love that. Because we stand you guys. Um, I don't know if there's any other exciting news other than my bearded dragon finally pooped after being constipated for two weeks, so I'm very excited about that, but I'm sure most of you don't want to hear about it, so I won't say more. I just thought I wanted to share her accomplishment with the world, because I got home from work and I was like, please poop, please poop, and she finally pooped. She's still refusing to eat, but like, she pooped, thank God. Yeah. Skinny legend. Skinny legend. <laughs> um, okay, 
So, um, Liz, you got to pick this week. You want to just go ahead and get right into it? Yeah, I give chose. Me, wait, wait, wait. Give me one second to pull it up. I well, let me say up. what I chose. Okay, 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 okay. I chose BuzzFeed Unsolved AU. I love that you did that. Yeah. Because without giving away about what my trope is, while I was like looking at archive of our own for a fic, one of like several of the top recommendations were BuzzFeed Unsolved AU, like like real person <laughs> fics. Oh, real like person fix. Show, oh, I'm yeah. not. I'm not a real. Per- I'm not a real person was, fix kind of person. Was, uh, something else. I'll. I'll say that. <laughs> but I was Buzzfeed Unsolved. I love Buzzfeed Unsolved. So for those of you who don't know, Buzzfeed Unsolved is a YouTube series. Um. Uh. Well, I just. I was about to say on YouTube. I said YouTube series. <laughs> I'm very what? tired. What? It's a YouTube series. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I said I was about to say it was a YouTube series on YouTube. That's stupid. Of course. Yeah, the redundant <laughs> department of redundancies. Yes, uh, but they it's essentially the two hosts. They go over different unsolved mysteries or paranormal experiences or places Isn't um, that in that, the world. like, screenshot where it's something about, like, come find me fuckers or whatever about the ghosts? Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's so good. I love BuzzFeed Unsolved, such a comfort, um, like, YouTube series. I have so many fond memories of my junior year in my apartment. Mm-hmm. Me and my apartment mates would have some of our friends over, and we would just watch BuzzFeed Unsolved for a couple hours. I it's love that for you guys. So, it was so fun. Um, If Vernon's listening, I know he listens sometimes. He was there for many of the BuzzFeed Unsolved watches. Uh, <laughs> such great memories. So, um, I guess I'll get into, like, more stuff about the trope. Yeah. Um, so, as I said, obviously it's based on the popular YouTube series. Um, and so within this, uh, trope characters will have, um, a BuzzFeed Unsolved-esque YouTube show. So usually it's, like, a ghost hunting and people Mm -hmm. just call it BuzzFeed Unsolved. Um, from what I've seen, it's a lot more, a lot of the ones I've seen are very similar to when they go to abandoned locations. Not so much of them talking about unsolved crime cases it's more like they're ghost ghost hunting hunting. yeah Yeah. and so in like in these like fix characters will take on like personalities similar to those of the two hosts of buzzfeed unsolved Mm -hmm. with one being like more like excitable and sarcastic and the other being much more skeptical Mm -hmm. um usually in these fix characters are shipped together but that's not Mm -hmm. always the case i did not choose a ship fic for this week um, and it can just be, like, friends hunting ghosts together, you know? Yeah. Um, also, in some fics, if they're, if it's, like, a fandom with, like, multiple other characters, mm-hmm. they'll include those, the characters outside of, like, the main two. They'll be, like, the, I guess, like, the tech people. Like, like the tech the peop- Yeah, like, the people working the camera and stuff. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty self-explanatory. Have you ever, were you ever a BuzzFeed Unsolved fan? I was barely into BuzzFeed as it was, so no, I can't say I was. This is, this is, like, the ser- one of those series that, like, transcends, like, BuzzFeed. It's, oh, like, for, I mean, like, it's I've definitely on, heard about it a lot. It's on, like, the level of, like, Worth It and stuff, because, like, Worth It is another series that, like, transcends BuzzFeed, mm-hmm. where it's, like, technically it's, like, attached to it mm-hmm. where i used to be obsessed with buzzfeed i mean i was one I of those everybody bitch- was obsessed i was with one of those bitches who was like my dream job is to work at buzzfeed Stop. i was never that bad i was that bad but i mean to be fair 
was like a fucking like high schooler. Yeah, every, so I think every high schooler basically wanted. Yeah. That. And so, but, uh, since then I've moved on from that level of obsession. I know it's an awful place to work. Um, but there, these, like, BuzzFeed Unsolved and Worth It are, like, the two series that I do consistently still watch and I think has consistently amazing content Mm -hmm. compared to, you know, like, the the rest of BuzzFeed. But, um... Is Worth It the, the food one? Mm-hmm. Yes, Where they they try three different one. foods at three drastically yes, different price yes, points. Yes, yes, that one. <laughs> I am fucking. I love worth I it like so much. I yeah, kinda, so I couldn't like picture what it was for a while, and I was trying to think. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like one of those shows where it's like it's just such like. It's, it's much just better. Fun, like, seeing the cultures of the different restaurants and stuff they go to. Exactly. Um, so the the fic I chose today is on AO3. Um for general audiences though, it might be a little spooky, you know. It's mm-hmm. called Where the Sunlight Ends by Mystery Twin, and it's a Gravity Falls fic oh, where the Pines twin okay. twins are the host of their own paranormal YouTube series and they go ghost hunting. Confession, so, I've only seen like half of the first season of uh, Gravity Falls. Never I, it. I liked Gravity Falls, but I never watched like a ton of it. Mm-hmm. The thing was, it was because Gravity Falls came out in that era where it was like, you know, like you were transferring from like watching like Disney Channel exactly. shows to more quote unquote adult shows. So you're like, oh, I don't know, I feel weird watching it, I feel like a baby, but it it was a really good show from what I have seen, and I really enjoy it. Right, I just haven't gone around to, like, actually watching it. Watching it all the way through, but it's, it it was in that era for me, you know, where I was like, I'm too, I'm too good to watch kids shows. I was watching kids shows, but it was all shows that my sister was still watching, because my sister's two and a half years younger than me. So, like, when I watched kids' shows, it was under the guise of, oh, I'm watching with my baby sister, you know? Yeah, exactly. Ugh, that's, yeah, what a time in our lives. I just so yeah, watched... Yeah, ten years ago. Woo! Woo! Not ten years ago. It good. didn't come out. It came out, like, I think when we were, like, early high school or oh, late okay. middle school. I can't, I can't remember. Late middle school, early high school. That was, like, the Netflix so era. Good. where Almost everyone Where everyone only watched Netflix and what? Right, right. When you Netflix know? finally, like, switched over from just, like, DVDs to... To streaming. streaming. Yeah. I yep. always forget Netflix used to be, like, just DVDs. But like, yeah, like a like a DVD rental oh, store. Fun little fact. Uh, the first thing I ever rented on Netflix was the Twilight movie. That's so fucking <laughs> I love was, that. Because my family didn't even have a subscription, but my aunt and uncle did. And I was staying at their house with, uh, I think it was my mom for, like, a week. And I got them to get the Twilight movie, and we had family movie night where we just watched the Twilight movie. Do you mean movie. everyone watched Twilight? Yeah, and I like was freaking out and fangirling over the um, <laughs> like opening scene where they're like iconic. Oh my god, it was. I just yeah. Queen. That's also the same time where I read um, New Moon for the first time. Ooh. But I it was my aunt's friend's book. Um, she lent it to me to read it, and I spilled uh, my aunt's red wine all over the book oh no so we had to buy her a new book and i got to keep that book so now my i don't know where what happened to it or where it is in my house but my new moon book is like red wine stained fun fact iconic yeah. uh the first thing i ever watched on netflix so we got netflix i think while i was away at um sleepaway camp uh-huh. so like the year of like my my seventh when i was in my seventh grade of like of middle school a uh, middle school yeah seventh grade but mm-hmm. um we we redid my house 
And we, like, added another floor on. So you've been to my house, Gabs. Right. Like, the upstairs where all the bedrooms are, that's, like, a complete addition. Like, we used oh, to not really? have that. Yeah. And so as a result, like, you know, like, we redo the house. So you get in a bunch of new furniture. So we oh. got our first smart TV. Oh. So it was, like, a big deal. So my younger brother, while I was away at Sleepaway Camp, convinced my parents to get Netflix. And so I come home and Netflix is there. And this is when so I'm in fun. my huge anime face. So oh, the first no. thing I watched on Netflix was Soul Eater, baby. I love that. You know, yep. I don't remember the first thing I watched when Netflix became like Netflix as we know it now. Like I said, like I only just remember making my entire family watch Twilight. <laughs> and like, I just think it's funny because that's still how I am. Like, you know, like every couple of weeks, I have like my weekly uh, Twilight binge, and that's the vibe. Like, uh, just do it on the family TV downstairs, and my parents will walk in and be like, "You're watching Twilight again?" And I'm like, "Now yes. you are too." <laughs> like, yes, yes, that's what's happening. Yes, it's my comfort series. Mm. Yes, it's bad. Yes, I'm gonna keep watching it. <laughs> yes, I love it. Um, but yeah, I guess let's get into the fic. Um, mm. I believe it's from more from Dipper's point of view, so I could. Read for Dipper and you could read for Mabel. Okay. Yes. So doesn't Mabel have like the braces lisp? Yeah, uh kind of. Okay, I'm not gonna do it because I feel like that might end up accidentally offending people who have lists. So I'm not yeah. going to. I, I don't think the, the, the lips lisp is like a huge part of the I character. don't remember anything. Yes. So um yeah, I'll start. Okay. So this is it, huh? This is how I'm going to die. Dipper stares at the abandoned hospital in front of him, taking in its weary and deteriorating state. The foundation of it is barely holding everything else together. Vines climb up the walls to meet cracked windows. The bricks are fading colors, looming over him with all three stories. The atmosphere doesn't help either. It's cold and dark, and it only makes the building look even more dangerous. It looms over him, mocking him for his decision. You know... Mabel says from from next to him, and she's staring at it, too. It's not too late to turn around. She stares, uh, she shifts her weight to the other foot, holding up the camera and taking pictures. She steps back and takes one, um, takes one of her brother, pale in contrast to the dark, darkness surrounding him. Well, to be fair, the hospital spooks her, too, so she can't really be one to judge. Mabel takes the hat from his head, taking a quick glimpse at the fading pine tree on it before placing it on um before placing it on her own head it fits on her just fine feels a little bit better than before dipper's curls spill out but they fall out just in the right places to show his birthmark she grins he has a birthmark i be- i don't remember okay gravity fall fans don't come for us we know shit we don't have to do this she tells him, and it sort of feels like routine by now, because this always happens. Dipper gets spooked, she reassures him that they can leave, but always, always, with all his stubbornness and his persistence, he chooses to stay. We can go home. There's a bowl of popcorn waiting for us. We can movie marathon, like, ghost adventures instead. I want to do this, but it lacks the conviction, the pride. And sometimes she wonders why he chose to do things like the, uh, like these Things that bring up old memories long since tucked away into pockets and things that scare him, that keep that the nightmares keep him awake for days. She never seems to get her answer. Mabel only shakes her head. If you say so. Here we go. She hears him mutter to himself before walking up to the door and pushing them open. She grabs his hand when they enter, squeezing it to stop them from shaking. It doesn't take 
uh, take them long to set up their cameras to start filming. They find a couple of chairs that aren't too dirty and a spot with decent lighting. And Mabel shivers in her seat. A gust of wind has swept by, by, chilling her spine. But it's probably nothing. It usually is. It's probably nothing. <laughs> it usually is. Oh my, <laughs> this is just reminding me. I recently, um, do you know like Garrett Watts on YouTube? Yeah, the guy who used to be friends with Shane Dawson, right? Yeah, he just made a, a video where he went to like an abandoned hospital. Uh-huh. And it was so spooky. Oh really? my gosh. My heart was like pounding like oh there were so many like crazy like so many like crazy things I mean, like what, was it like staged no he's like he's like i would straight up tell you guys like if it was staged and he's such like a kind and nice person that i mm-hmm. don't think he would be like intentionally like messing with like mm-hmm. people because he loves like ghosts and like haunted locations and stuff mm-hmm. so he's like one of those people who does really believe in it mm-hmm. and it was just like so many like unexplained things that i'm just like this is so scary <laughs> this is so and he's like i've been up for nights after this like after going here like right. this is so spooky so i don't think it's staged um mm-hmm. it's oh my god it was so scary it was such a good like video so if you guys like like haunted stuff i love haunted stuff whenever i'm in a city with like one of those like cheesy ghost tours i Mm -hmm. always go on them because i love them i don't always go on them but they're really fun like when i do get a chance to yeah i love them and so um yeah so if you like that kind of stuff i highly suggest it if you i'd suggest not watching at night because it's so spooky and i'm like i'm someone who can watch like horror movies like at night yeah i'm like Like, I great at that. I mean, even when, like, I used to be scared of horror movies, like, I watched American Horror Story, huge American Horror Story fan, and, like, I'd watch that, like, downstairs, Mm -hmm. not, like, all the way in my basement, but in, like, my middle floor, like, Mm -hmm. 3 a.m. alone, all of the lights off, so, like, Stuff doesn't get to me easy. Right. This spooks the hell out of me. So, well, so that's I love it, though. I shouldn't watch it. Cool. Good to know. It's so good, though. (laughs) Um, Liz knows very easily. Yes. Um, Today on Dipper and Mabel's Guide to the Unexplained, we visit this abandoned hospital on the border of Los Angeles and San Francisco. Those two locations are nowhere near each other, but okay. They just... This is from somebody who's never been to the West Coast. <laughs> like, my my family, we when we went to L.A., like, mm-hmm. uh, the summer before COVID, we did, like, the drive up, like, like you know, like, the really beautiful highway along the coast. Yeah, yeah. One I of, like, that. the greatest drives of my life. But it's a fucking long drive. For like, sure. we drove all fucking day so they're 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 not on the border (laughs) like this could be anywhere of like like within like a fucking like six eight hour fucking radius yeah they're not they're on like opposite sides of the state (laughs) but whatever um we'll let it slide yes we'll allow Uh, it that'd be like saying like it's on the border between new york city and albany right right honestly i'm pretty sure those are closer than san francisco probably Because, like, Um, California's bigger than New York, so yeah, probably. But, uh, besides that little thing (laughs) that, um, Dipper starts to say, we'll be searching for evidence to finally answer the question, are ghosts real? Mabel doesn't shake her head, but she doesn't nod either. She knows they're real, and maybe she- and uh, maybe she's never seen one, but she has been possessed by one. Ooh. I think this is like following the events of the TV show. If oh. I am being, if I am remembering correctly, that would make sense. I guess, which is cool. Yeah, I like it. 
they were friendly ghosts, the old couple back at the convenience store. I saw but that they episode. Had it. Wait, I saw that episode That's one too. Of the early episodes. Yes. Oh, yeah. that one's so fun. I love that. That one. That um, was a good one. They were friendly ghosts, the old couple back at the convenience store, but that hadn't really been a fun encounter. No. There was a ghost <laughs> at the Northwest Manor too, Dipper had told her. A level 10, dangerous and can only be defeated with a silver mirror. And then there was Bill Cipher himself. That's the weird triangle. That's the, that's the triangle one that all the bitches on Tumblr sexualized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He made me so uncomfortable as a kid. I I think it was just like, for me, it was just I saw the fan art and I was like, he's a fucking pyramid. Right. I mean, my thing is, so I'm not really He was a friends. Tumblr sexy man. I'm not really friends with this person anymore, but like, I used to be really close with this guy who was like Tumblr famous for his portrayal of like Bill Cipher. Uh-huh. And he, the comments that he used to get, like, so uncomfy. Me. Like, even as, like, a kid who, like, you know, would probably have, like, participated in shit like that at my age that I was, like, it was just, like, creepy-ass people, man. Like, they just, no personal, like, boundaries or, like, anything like that. Wild times. I'm telling you, he was one of the Tumblr sexy men. Oh, for sure. Look it up. Absolutely. If you don't know what Tumblr sexy men is. Like, fucking Onesler and stuff. The Onesler, baby. absolutely put Bill Cipher in there. Oh yeah, no, he he's in there. Don't worry. Yeah, he's on the list. Super interesting. Uh there's like multiple video essays on it on YouTube. Liz Highly suggest. Her video essays. Me and my video essays. Ugh. Ignore me. me. Liz is like stop the nerd. Me every episode. How can I bring up video essays this right. time? <laughs> Literally. I mean, considering what I watch like video essays on our nerd shit like it's so mm. easy to bring up because it all relates right, it does like and like we said before when we were talking about how like happy we are that the podcast is doing so well like this is the kind of shit we talk about normally <laughs> like we're not yeah. we're not fucking with y'all like we're, yeah. this like, is this is our normal this is, conversation this Liz is literally just likes to send me video essays <laughs> this is my life man <laughs> um but that's not the not something she can forget Dipper starts going on about the history of the plays how most patients would die within its walls how nurses and doctors have killed themselves girl me it sounds too. like You're every special. <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't mean to kill you there that's reserved for myself <laughs> okay <laughs> note yourself liz really likes when i make killing myself jokes maybe i should just go through with it um <laughs> Regardless, I, I'm totally mentally stable, guys. Don't worry. Don't worry. That's a funny joke. I know. Uh, don't worry. Um, it sounds like every other place they visit. Gruesome history and lingering tales of woe. It always creeps her out, these stories, and she wonders if they'll ever, if there will ever be a time she uh, gets used to it. Probably not, she thinks. And because we're lucky, he says sarcastically, we'll be spending the night in here. It'll be fun, she says with a toothy grin. You, me, and the ghosts, that one big sleepover. Dipper grimaces and the thought. Fun, he says dryly. He takes down the camera, stopping the footage. He hands one of them to Mabel for her to strap to her chest and one for himself. He takes the flashlight from, um, I think they meant from his pocket, but yeah, minor, uh, holding it up. You have the silver, right? He asks her. She gives him a thumbs up. 
Uh, there are three silver mirrors in her bag, along with extra batteries and flashlights. Mabel looks back at her brother, who's fastened something to his belt. She laughs when she realize, realizes what it is, but Dipper doesn't look a bit amused. Oh, a holy water gun? She asks humorously. I will say, um, Garrett brought... Uh, Garrett, <laughs> one of the funny things from the video, I'm going to tell you so uh-huh. you don't have to watch it. He bought Fortnite water guns and placed a bowl of water in front of his computer with a priest blessing holy water. And he fucking put the water in the guns and he was like, this counts, guys. Oh, this my. is my holy water it, like, gun. It took me a second to process what like Mabel was trying to say there. I was like... Uh, a a like, water gun, gun full like, of holy, holy water. water. <laughs> a gun full of holy water, baby. As you do. Uh, yes. We've got silver and some protection charms already, bro, bro. I doubt we're going to need that. You can never be too prepared, he tells her. A demon could sneak up on us, and you'll be glad that I have it. Trust me. You hear that, ghost? My brother's got a weapon, so you all better watch out. She shouts and her words echo back to her. I will say that is so in character for her, for her from what I've seen. Right, what I so remember, cute. Yeah, I, this feels very in character. Dipper Pines is coming for you. Mabel, he says eyes wide. Don't provoke them, she grins. They love me. That's why we never get any evidence. They're too lovestruck. Don't be shy, ghosties. She flicks her hair, which would have been more dramatic if her hair wasn't so short, but still, it works. So I guess this is, like, a later in life, you know, like, I'm past the series. Because sure. she has long hair oh, yeah, in the, in right. the uh, that's, series. That's, so. like thing. Yeah. Also, like, I don't know who would let two children go to an abandoned... Uh, <laughs> I don't know who let two children do half the shit they do in that show, so I'm not going to question Yeah, it. that's fair. Um, <laughs> Dipper shakes his head. I think it's more of dumbstruck, he jokes, but there's no malice. There never is, really, because this is just how the two of them work. By you, not me. That's the only thing I'm sure of. He rolls his eyes and grabs her hand. Come on, let's just get this night over with. Mabel grins and follows him, her flashlight bouncing off the walls. There are shadows where light meets dark, blurring the space between. She knows there might be something hidden there, something more than both of them, something part of this great unknown that Dipper wants to know, wants to learn. He'll get lost just to find it, and Mabel will come along, because it's always going to be the two of them against the tide, against everything. Even in the end, it will be the two of them standing at the beginning of it all. But for now, she follows him down the halls, calling- Wait, this is also like a really cute, like, I know, right? I love it. But for now, she follows him down the halls, calling out uh, the ghost to reach for them, and prays that they find something that'll be enough to satisfy, but not too much to hurt. That's how it goes. Like, oh, I love this so far. I really, yeah, I love sibling books just because, like, I don't have a good relationship with my sibling, so it's um, it's really sweet to, like, see it in mm-hmm. portrayed in, like, fictional media. Like, not even just in fics, but, like, in fictional media in general. Like, I know uh, people, like, make fun a lot of, like, oh my god, siblings never act like this when it's like, hey, big bro, wait for me, like, that kind of stuff. But, like, I like it because I don't have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the the teasing because that's something I definitely do with my mm. younger brother. We, uh, whenever we see each other, we flip each other off. Like, oh, it's just, right. like, that's our playful thing. I'm like, 
Well, like, there's no malice when you. It's yeah. It's, it's just like a playful. Right. Like I think he was like I think on like National Siblings Day he goes it's National Siblings Day fuck you and I was like fuck you too bitch <laughs> like it's just it's just how we how our relationship is and it's so fun and so funny because right. we, we just go back and forth at each other but there is no malice so I love like the the mm-hmm. the siblings that tease each other in that way because that's just something so true to my experience mm-hmm. um but yeah. I really like this pick. I def- I haven't finished it yet, but I definitely mm-hmm. want to. I highly suggest you guys do it because it's just, it's so sweet and it's yeah. so fun. And it just, it makes so much sense in the context of like this series it's oh, coming sure. from. Like, it felt like very, like, I mean, like we said, you know, you and I barely watched it, but like from what I remember, it felt very true to the source. Yeah. And it's not just like, you know, like random characters or ghost hunting. Like it makes so much sense. I love it. Right. I love it so much. Right. Um. But um, I love BuzzFeed Unsolved, but I've never been one to, like, read BuzzFeed Unsolved fix. Mm-hmm. But this might have convinced me to seek them out a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I can, um, I can understand the drive to do so after this one, because this was cute, for sure. But, uh, yeah, what about you, Gabs? Um, like I said, I get it, but probably not. Um, it's not really my thing, because, like, I'm not mm-hmm. familiar with the source, um, like I'm not yeah. familiar with BuzzFeed Unsolved. I don't see myself getting into it. But you know, if this is something that you're into, uh, you go keep enjoying it. You um, go, girl. You go, girl. Uh, that's not my thing. Uh, but yeah, yeah that's now, valid. This, if anything, this makes me want to get more into Gravity Falls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like I, I still need to like actually get into it like all these years later yep okay so um i guess we can get into what did you get randomly assigned gab i got randomly assigned vampires not like vampire <laughs> you but yes! as in like vampires however i decided to go like a little bit of a twist on this compared to what you might think liz just because oh. we do so much twilight i was gonna say we're not doing twilight what we do so much twilight yeah you're on so the right show, so i was like you know i feel like I need to do something a little bit different just to like spice it up a bit because we're not a Twilight podcast as much as we like pretend. As we much are. as we talk about it, right. we technically are in a Twilight podcast. Technically, I guess. <laughs> um, so maybe we should do that. But um, like you did when you had dragons, there was like I didn't want to just do like the fan lore page because like there's so much history right, there's behind so much history with um, vampires. So I did my best to um, pick and choose a few paragraphs from the wiki. Uh, like the official Wikipedia on uh, vampires and uh, found like a good chunk of information that I thought was like interesting that you may or may not know already. So um, that's what I'm going to start with sharing with. Um, Of course, like feel free to interject if you have questions about anything at any point. Yeah. So I'm excited. So obviously we know like in modern times, vampires are creatures that are mythical that um, exist by feeding on vital essence of uh, life sources. Usually that takes the form of blood of the living, but in European folklore, uh, which is where most of our folklore comes from on vampires, vampires are undead creatures that often visited loved ones and caused mischiefs or deaths in the neighborhoods they inhabited while they were alive. They would wear, like, cloaks, shrouds, and they're often described as bloated and of ruddy or dark countenance. Markedly different from today's, like, gaunt, pale vampire. So, like, you know, they didn't yeah. look like Edward Cullen. They, yeah. <laughs> they were, like, sexy vampire man. They they all looked like, um, like, just 
I don't know, like not what you, not what you're picturing basically as a vampire. Yeah. Like imagine the exact opposite, and that's what vampires um, looked like in traditional times. Um, Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that being said, though, um, like I said, that was just specifically the um, like European uh, history. Vampires have been in most cultures. There's um, some stories of them. For instance, um, in uh, oh, oh fuck, what is it? Is it uh, Mexico that Chupacabra is from? Yes. Yeah. Me- uh, okay. I think yeah. it's Mexico. Um, like that's like a really popular vampire-esque creature where it's like um, a goat creature that feeds on the blood of kids. That's based off a of vampire. Like that's that falls into the vampire category. Mm-hmm. So the ter- actual term vampire was popularized in Europe. Um, after a 18th century mass hysteria of a folk belief in the Balkans and Eastern Europe that had some corpse being, corpses being staked because people believed they were undead and people being accused of being vampires. Oh, that, so kind of like... Kind like of like the, the witch hunt. Witch tri- yeah, yeah, like the witch trials. Very similar to that. Um, at the same time, though, um, I just thought it was really interesting some of the names um, that mm-hmm. some of the quote-unquote like variants in uh, vampires were called because... Um, there's the the Striga in Albania, which I haven't watched Castlevania, but I know Castlevania is like Eastern Europe, and that it uh, has um, a character named Striga because my friend cosplays oh, it. So I was like, interesting. oh, interesting little uh, little thing uh, that they did there. Um, and then they have I don't know how to say this correctly, so I'm gonna guess Rikolakos. I don't know how to say speak Greek at all. I don't know how Greek is pronounced, but it's Greek, and it's. Uh, I'm not even going to try anymore. Um, and then the other one that looks familiar to me was uh, the Strigoi in Romania. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right either, but I was really into Vampire Academy as a kid. And I remember that like that was a term or at least similar to a term that they used in that series. So I thought that was a little interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so usually like in modern times, majority of cultures obviously believe the vampire to be fictional. But um, like we said about the Chupacabra, um, some like cultures still like firmly believe that there are vampire like creatures mm-hmm. um and that sort of thing so vampires like now like you can't think of fiction without thinking of vampires but um, yeah this like fiction really started with the 18th century poetry and short stories that were created and then the 19th century um like built on that so the first and considered like most influential vampire like story was john polidori polidori i don't know how to say that um the vampire but he spells vampire with a y instead of an i from 1819 and mm-hmm. it was about the vampire lord ruthven ruthven i don't know um and then it's his story was further explained in a bunch of different plays in which he's an anti-hero and um he had like a bunch of different um like publications and stuff which i thought was really interesting because i actually had never heard of him i always thought of dracula as like the og vampire but yeah because like I feel like because that's what we like right. when you're a kid. Like you hear of like Dracula, like I'm I want to suck your I blood, want to like suck your blood, yeah, like, <laughs> like with that the, with kind a really of thing. bad accent, yeah. So yep. that's exa- exactly. So that's like what I thought. Of. So I, was, I that thought was interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it, before Dracula, even like after the vampire, there was um, a lot of like uh, not quite like comics, but like short stories published by about varney the vampire uh that started in like 1847 and then that all led to dracula by bram stoker which was published in 1897 and um he continued to like have build a lot on that uh dracula like universe um throughout his lifetime 
Um, and so then I uh, took a paragraph as well from uh, more about the fiction and the modern fiction, which um, I thought was interesting. So mm-hmm. a, a lot of the tributes that um, we now consider like integral to vampires became incorporated into the vampires profile over like the um, 18th or the 19th and 20th century and are now like really firmly ingrained in the 21st century, such as um, fangs, vulnerability to sunlight. Yeah. Um, and that was notable in Varney the Vampire and Count Dracula having, like, fangs. Uh, in Nosferatu in 1922, he feared daylight. Nosferatu, I only know that man because of the Spongebob episode. Not gonna lie, like, I know that that's, like, a famous vampire story, but I still can only associate it with Fire Emblem because there was um, a spell... <laughs> Oh my god. Um, Leave me alone. For me, uh, it's... Well, I mean, to be fair, for me, I'm just like, Spongebob. Right, You remember, like, the the at night episode and the the lights will flicker. Don't tell me, like, do you remember Spongebob? Of course I remember Spongebob. I'm just explaining it. I'm Mm -hmm. just explaining it. And it's like, no, Sparatu. And it's like, ah, that's all I know him from. Yes. That's incredibly valid. We love Spongebob We do love Spongebob in this house. Um... Did you see my picture with uh with uh, Patrick from Universal? That was fun. No, I didn't. Yeah, Nick and I, I got a picture. That. Nick got a picture with both Patrick and um Squidward, and then I got a picture with uh him and uh Patrick. I that love was, that for was Nick. Nick was probably so excited. He was. SpongeBob was supposed to come, but then he didn't, so they had Patrick <gasps> instead. That's but so it tragic. Was still, it was still nice to see him. You uh, still sorry, got to see the stars. <laughs> Back to vampires. Um, and then so like the whole like thing with the, you know you know like the vampire cloak like you're thinking like it's yeah. like the short like cloak with like the really intense upturned collar like yeah yeah like that sort of thing that was um that started coming out in the 1920s when there'd be like stage productions um, with Dracula. And then um, an interesting one in uh, The Vampire by Polidori was that Lord Ruthven and and also Varney the Vampire were able to be healed by moonlight. But there is Hmm. no, like, traditional folklore that talks about that. So that was just, like, some interesting world building that the author, like, put out. Um, Mm -hmm. And then another thing that's not really, like, often talked about in folklore but usually assumed is that immortality is a thing for vampires – um, and like, so a yeah. lot of people relate, like the price of eternal life is the need, like you have to ha- need blood, you know, and like, or life force of some kind. Yeah. So vampires in general, like when we're talking about like fandom media, you will find them in like every fandom, regardless of the source material. Like it doesn't oh, matter yeah. if you're like a, a science book that like nonfiction, like you, you'll find vampire fanfic. If, or, like, or you'll just find vampires in like some capacity. Right. It might not you... be the vampire you're thinking of, but they definitely are prominent in media. Because what you brought up where it's like, it's not, it's not just like the humanoid kind of vampires we traditionally think of mm-hmm. where you're like, it can be a creature. Like all it says, like within the definition of it is that like, it's a creature that feeds on like, like on life, life. Source of some kind and it doesn't have to i be never like thought blood. about it that right. way but it's so true right exactly um but that being said it's very uh i don't know like what's the word um i think it's you're obviously more likely to find it in media that's like supernatural natural yes but, you know don't be surprised when you see it in other uh stuff yeah, yeah. that's english yes <laughs> Um, I know how to speak. Um, and then that being said, if the source material does have vampires, um, a lot of fics and um, like fandom media will often expand on 
that uh, like source materials world building. So a really popular example of this is in Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Anne Rice's uh, Vampire Chronicles series. Um, they talk a lot about the uh, um, the sire and child relationship. Child not as in like I gave birth or I adopted you, but like they so a lot of vampire speak considers sire to be the person who bit or infected somehow um, mm-hmm. like the new vampire to become a vampire and that's usually like a very significant relationship in modern vampire media um, but a lot of that was built upon by fans because that wasn't interesting always the case. and um, another one is like they often have like it like intricate mating rituals but of course i do think a lot of that is more just uh for like, horny yeah people being horny i don't think that's like people seriously trying to wanting to like it, it, wanting to like let's ex- let's ex- world build like right. they're like no i want porn exactly of this. exactly i mean vibes i understand. yeah vibes <laughs> No, I totally agree. Um, I, I'm not mad about it. Um, so I thought that was interesting. And, like, I will say, like, I do think it's a really interesting bond, like, the sire and, um, like, new vampire bond. And I do think a lot of, like, more modern vampire media, um, like, elaborates on that. But definitely, like, the late 1900s, like, you know, when Buffy the Vampire Slayer was really prominent, there was definitely less of that. So um, I mm-hmm. think it's really cool to, like, see it expanded upon. Um, so that's really all I have, like, for history. I know it's a very brief history. There's a lot of cultures that I didn't get into that have very rich, um, vampire lore. So mm-hmm. I do apologize for, um, skipping out on some of those. Unfortunately, I can't, you know, cover everything as much as I would love to. So, um, I decided, like I said, I wanted to not do Twilight for once just because I feel like we always do it, so I feel like it's time to do yeah. something. I don't. Original. I don't think. I think we've only read like one Twilight fic. I'm gonna be totally really? honest. Well, oh no, like two technically. Right, but I mean, like we talk about it so. Yeah, much, we talk about it a lot. That's fair. That's fair. Like even like when we're not covering it at all, we like, bring we, it up. We bring it up. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, I feel like I need to take. We need to take a break, especially we're starting like Fifty Shades. Like you know, you're like, right. You're I'm right. Like, we, we should take a breather on the Twilight. You're right. <laughs> um don't get me wrong though i'd love to talk about if i could but what i really wanted to do is because um what i was really into as a kid beyond just uh twilight was vampire diaries specifically the books not the tv show i actually really despised the tv show as a kid but i um like because the tv show strayed so far from the books and also i have beef with the publishing company because they fired the original author who was one of my favorite authors for a really long time she made a lot of my favorite series um that i followed like beyond uh the vampire diaries lj smith um they just replaced her i guess she was too old for their taste or something i have no idea here i am sitting like the vampire media i read as like a child i mean i guess this is like fourth like fifth grade was my sister the vampire <laughs> it was a series about oh, like these two this like one girl who like moved to a new school and she's like the stereotypical like preppy girl with like mm-hmm. blonde hair and she wears pink and she like meets this girl who's like a goth she's a and she finds out she's, she's a vampire <laughs> and she finds out she's a vampire and her long lost sister and i was oh obsessed with those books as a kid they were everything that does sound everything. like something you do too <laughs> 
fuck? What is that um, supposed to mean? You know exactly what it means. But no, yeah, so, I don't. <laughs> but I was really into um, the books. And I would say that um, the series, like the show, is like really true to the books in like the first um, season or two. But after that is where it really strays away and kind of becomes its own thing, which is when I had stopped watching it as a kid. But I don't remember much of it. I tried rewatching it recently. It just, I can't do CW shows personally. <laughs> um, so I tried yep. rewatching it. Um, I might reread the books one of these days because I still own all of them. I was really, really into them. Um, and I think they were very interesting, minus like the last few in the series I didn't like because they're just, I felt that they really went against what the original author intended for them to do. Like I remember at some point the characters go into hell or something. Yeah, it was, it was, mm-hmm. um, it interesting. was weird to say the least. Mm-hmm. So um, I chose a fic by literally searching like vampire and I was trying to like pick like oh my god like I need something that like talks about vampires that's not like just like horny because like everything that I could find about vampires is just people being fucking horny and I'm like that's great I relate to that but that's not what I'm looking for right now yes so can I get something else please and they were like um porn and I was like no that's not quite it so (laughs) I ended up um finally finding this one which was a uh, Damon and uh, Bonnie fic which I don't remember if they ever became a thing in the show but they were like a really popular ship in the books and like they become canon in the books if I remember correctly and I'm I don't care if this is spoiling it for anyone because these books have been out for like a long long time okay like shut up don't come for mm-hmm. me for spoiling this um but I just I remember that they were a really popular ship in the book so I found this one which I thought was really interesting and it's um like Bonnie's thinking behind the possibility of her becoming a vampire and I thought it was really interesting um just like the exploration into Damon's history too mm-hmm. with um drinking blood and stuff and um I don't want to like say too much and give it all away so we're just gonna go ahead and get into it who's reading for who I'll read for Bonnie because it's her point of view and then you'll read for Damon um he doesn't say a whole lot um he there is some I don't remember if this is in the show or not either but I remember in the books they could like communicate telepathically and that is referenced in here so um some of the stuff like will be telepathic and um if you don't recognize when I'll let you know when to speak okay um okay Let's go ahead and start. This is called um, When She's Ready by Erzabeth Batoriova. And I'm, it's all one word, so I'm going to just spell it out in case you're interested. It's E-R-Z-S-E-B-E-T-H-B-A-T-O-R-I-O-V-A on our cup of our own. It's rated teen and up. And um, I guess trigger warning, just like blood and blood drinking and like technically murder because they're vampires. <laughs> And it comes does. with the territory yeah, of really vampire does. media. It does. it does. Okay. Um, so you'll start here. Are you sure you want to come with me and watch Little Red Bird? Yes, I'm sure. Damon chuckled, not because of her determination, but because of how the others may feel about this. Elena and the others won't like it. Bonnie huffed but shook her head. This is what I want, and I want to watch you hunt. It wasn't even midnight, but the skies were nearly pitch black and very few stars were out. They could have gone out in the daytime, but there would have been... There would be less people out at night, and that meant less witnesses. In the woods, a few miles out of town, Damon and Bonnie were together with a third companion, some girl whose name will never matter, as terrible as that may sound to some. From the moment Damon sank his fangs into the pretty girl's slender neck, Bonnie was transfixed. She was there, watching, as he slowly drained the blood from his victim that he held in what looked like a lover's embrace. 
Bonnie had long ago accepted him, accepted him as a proud, dangerous, and powerful vampire. Not only did she accept him, but she understood that behind the walls he had built around himself during the span of 500 years was his humanity. It was a side of him he rarely showed willingly, but in the presence of the little witch, it came out rather naturally. At this moment, though, there was nothing human about how he was feasting on rich, warm blood without so much as any further regard to the mortal he contained. As immoral as it was to others, Bonnie knew that this was the way of life for him, for all vampires, draining the blood of the living. If you wish to look away, Damon reached out to her mentally without so much as disrupting his feeding. I'm fine. Bonnie truly was fine. She was more calm and accepting about this than she anticipated. In truth, she hadn't been too sure what to expect. Not that she imagined Damon as this monstrous, incoherent beast who growled at anyone who dared to come between him and his meal. He was in control of himself, and everything he did was so fluid. He made death look like an art form. It took virtually no effort on his part to lure the girl, an amateur trailblazer, to him. From the moment she saw him sporting an all-sleek black attire and accompanied by that winning smile of his, Bonnie knew the girl was doomed. Her eyes fell upon Damon's, as, Damon's lips as a hint of blood seeped out from the puncture marks he inflicted on the girl. It trailed down the neck, and Bonnie vaulted forward without a second thought. She wiped it up using her finger and held it close to her lips. Seconds later, she slipped it between her lips. It tasted like copper, and it was bitter to the taste, but this was the source of life and a source of food for vampires. It surely had to taste better once she turned. Wait, did she just say once she turned? Not if she turned? Are you certain that this is the life you want to have one day? To walk on the wild side, as I heard my little brother say at one point. She almost didn't hear Damon's mental question until she heard movement, as she was spellbound by her inner monologue. Could this descendant of the druids allow herself to turn undead? Would she still retain her powers, or would she lose them when she came back from death? More, most importantly, would she still be herself? Damon set the unconscious girl down to the ground. Her skin was pale, and aside from the puncture marks on her neck and the splotches of blood on the front of her shirt, she appeared to be sleeping peacefully. Is she dead? Bonnie asked curiously, unsure of how to answer his question, because she wasn't sure herself just yet. Damon used the back of his hand to wipe whatever trace of blood lingered from his feeding as he didn't spare his victim a second glance. If she has the will to survive, she will wake up. If not, then it's the eternal sleep for her. I hate that because I just... It's the blank for me. Literally, literally, it really is like that. I, I couldn't help but slip into that voice. It's the, it's the dying for me. For me, it's the dying from a vampire bite instead of turning for me. Right. <laughs> um, well, I will say in the Vampire Diaries, um, they don't turn just from being bitten. They have to like, um, like drink the blood of a vampire oh. and then die to be uh, turned interesting yeah that's a that, i always thought that was a little interesting of how they did mm -hmm. it live or die kill or be killed that was the life of a vampire in a black and white view of the world bonnie understood that there were layers upon layers to the undead lifestyle many of which she had seen from both salvatore brothers damon offered her a sincere smile it wasn't the flashy smile that made most females including herself buckle at the knees it was the one that he reserved for private matters such as this you should enjoy the life you have now while you can, he said in a gentle tone. I'd hate to see you miss out on any opportunities once you've become what I am. Okay, Edward Cullen, like, bitch. Well, I mean, Damon gets, like, a lot of character development, especially in the books compared to the show, um, where he's, like, he very much starts off as, like, the evil bad guy who's, like, very broody and, like, mm -hmm. you don't root for him. Like, he is the bad guy and he's not who you want the main character to end up with but like 
I don't know if it's just so they could make more books or what, but they they go back. He goes back and forth on character growth a lot. Ah, in both I the see. series and like the books and the show. Uh, she tipped her head back and noticed a few more stars decided to peek out from the blackness of the skies. What would her friends think if she decided to go for it? She wouldn't hear the end of it from Meredith, seeing as how she was a vampire hunter slash slayer. Elena had been down the vampire path before, and that entailed a lot of complexity. Not to mention her own relationship with Damon had enough drama to push out a few novels or an entire television series. Wink, wink. Ha ha ha! So funny! <laughs> Stefan might be a little understanding, only because he was one of the few who sli- silently accepted the bond she and his brother shared with one another. Matt. Oh, goodness. It was hard to say how he would feel because he, nor Meredith, was a big fan of Damon, but he viewed Bonnie like a little sister. The opportunity's remark was rather loaded for her. Yes, she'd probably miss out on a few things if she turned. One of the biggies was having children. She adored them, but did it necessarily mean she had to have them? Someone would bore them when they are older. Would this itch for motherhood come to Bonnie long after she turned? Or would she, at that point, be so immersed in her undead life that she wouldn't even think twice about having little ones around? Not to say she's never entertained the idea of having children with Damon and imagine what kind of father he'd be to their half-vampire child. Boy or girl, it wouldn't matter. Magic would obviously have to be involved in order for Bonnie to get pregnant because there is no way vampires could help create life, not without some assistance anyhow. I don't know if that's like a nudge at Twilight, but it feels like one. It feels like a nudge at Twilight. That's all I'm saying. Right. Damon's hands rested upon her shoulders and he stood behind her, tearing herself away from her thoughts of a possible outlook and ignoring the blush on her cheeks. She looked down at the grove of trees before her, obscured by the shadows and the night itself. The path to vampirism would be as dark as this forest is now, but depending on the right person at her side, maybe she could walk on that wild side and still be herself, more or less. His lips brushed against her temple and he was soon embracing her, keeping himself behind her, protecting her from the world. I'll be here when you're ready, he promised her, as if having read her thoughts. She beamed and leaned back in his arms, because she knew that one day, when the time came, she would want Damon to be the one to guide her through whatever path she chose in life. Oh. And that's that fig. Like, that's um, the entire fig. It's uh, just a short little one shot. One shot, that, yeah. Um, I liked and shared with you guys. Um, I thought, from what I remembered of, like, the books, it felt, like, very true towards the end of the series to the um, character development that we end up seeing so i just wanted to share it with you guys i hope you enjoyed it um any like thoughts you want to share Liz? um i guess the thing is like i think interesting for me mm-hmm. i i don't like vampire media as much as i like werewolf media <laughs> of course <laughs> big team, shocker team miss, miss team jacob and teen wolf stan over here so uh like vampire media isn't what i'm usually like looking towards mm-hmm. i think like the only like vampire centric like that is only about vampires media i actually consume is what we do in the shadows oh which is I like can, yeah, a yeah, brilliant tv show uh it's also a movie by taika waititi highly suggest it the tele you can watch the it on hulu i think mm-hmm. uh it's so funny it's like one of my favorite things you've definitely seen memes of it if you don't if you think you know we know you know like if you think you know what we're talking about but you're not yeah. sure guarantee that you have seen a meme of this somewhere the tv show is essentially about modern day vampires living in staten island new york (laughs) it's just so funny and oh it's just like very like on the nose i think it's it's great i love it i mean it's really what would happen they're like these these people have lived for thousands and thousands of years right. like they're obviously not gonna be super well adjusted to society you know right 
And then they also like, it's not like they can go out during the day either. So they're going to be even more like weirdly adjusted to society. So mm-hmm. it's a great fucking watch. I highly suggest it. Ugh, I love it so much. But other than that, I don't really like watch like vampire things or consume like vampire media. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely like not my biggest interest, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I respect But that. I like it. But I like it. Yeah. I mean, um, obviously I'm obsessed and oh my god no way actually liz you know what that's so crazy i would have never guessed miss i watch twilight once a month (laughs) it's okay it's okay it's okay i respect it uh speaking of twilight just like um i know i think we talked about this in like the um last episode we did about we shouted out the shit posting group um for like their support yeah. of, of podcasts but like um i joined the discord and they keep doing like twilight movie ma- nights and i'm like this is like comforting like even That's if i'm so not there cute. it's just really comforting to like uh see you know i, I mean just cute. see other people who like genuinely love the series and, like so have much. it as a comfort the way i do yeah i really i really do like that it's great yeah so um liz. when you move up north you're doing a twilight movie. yes <laughs> okay sorry if i just yelled into the mic um, it's okay that is absolutely happening speaking of so like i said i'm moving in just under three weeks and um liz and i have plans to, like hang out um i already told liz that i got her um a couple gifts when i was at universal <laughs> well yes! technically just the one but um also that shirt that you wanted yes uh, so when we meet up in person we're gonna try and like you know do the twilight party and then also like um we'll see if we could record together i'm not sure yeah if able to like with the setup but we're gonna give it a shot um and like because i think it'd be really fun to do like a live recording together yeah oh my god yeah that'd be awesome right and um and then also and so i'll uh told her i told her that she can't open her gift till like we're recording so that you guys can get her yeah. reaction because i think it's very cute and i think it's very her and like i mean you guys will see uh-huh. what i mean in uh probably like a month yeah <laughs> um and then gab's also sent me a photo of bruce yes and this is the shark my husband um, they still, i love even they don't have the jaw stuff at universal anymore they still have the shark prop so every yes. time Liz goes to universal she has to take a picture with him i take so. a photo of me kissing him yes so i got a picture of him eating somebody's leg because yes taking a picture with him when i got I there miss him. but i sent it to liz i was like he misses you i miss him so much <laughs> that's my major comfort movie man True. yeah which that's i'll never my... understand yeah because that's like the most that's terrifying to you right i'll never understand it but childhood it. trauma yes but yeah no that's that's my comfort movie for sure yes um, um okay well i think we're gonna wrap up now so liz where can I, we find you on social media you can find me on instagram twitter twitch and tiktok at lazily liz what about you gabs you can find me on instagram twitch twitter and tiktok at flighty the nerd liz where can we find the show information you can find the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast or their Trope's Battle for Dominance. If you need to send us an email for any reason, please send us some feedback or just any fun things or good Maze Runner fix. Send it to us or at Trope Dominance. <laughs> send it to us at Trope Dominance at gmail.com. Uh, please rate, follow, comment wherever you listen to this. It helps us a lot. Please. Thank you. And then keep listening. We'd love to hit like a thousand. Like we've been growing exponentially. So it's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So keep, keep supporting us, guys. We love you all. Okay. Bye. Bye.